Hello, and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, the sometimes bi-weekly podcast where we take an in-depth look at one story or narrative-focused game. As always, I'm Alex. I'm Duncan. And this week, apparently, we did Act 2 of Kentucky Route Zero. Uh, if you were with us for the roller coaster ride of the last one, <laughs> you'll remember that we decided to do it in two parts at the very end of the episode. So here we are, recording a week later with a week's more insight into everything that happened in the game. Yes, it's, it's been one whole week. It still is not Leif Erikson Day. It is definitely not Columbus Day or Indigenous People's Day or Leif Erikson Day still. It is certainly the next week and not ten minutes later. So Yes. <laughs> Stay with us. Just See, I still want to get us in the groove. Let's get, get in the groove, in the Duncan. Groove. Duncan. Let's get us in the groove. You know... Uh, in between these episodes, I was thinking to myself. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, this game is a road trip. Of mm, a game, this know? is a very nice, fresh, not premeditated thought, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> this is a road trip of a game, Alex. What uh, what road trips have you wanted to be on or have been on? You know, I'll, I'll count for either. Tell me, tell me a road trip you want to go to or a road trip you've been on that you liked a lot. Okay, okay. Uh, Either one. You know, I'll do the ones that I liked, and you can do the ones you want to go on. How's that sound? Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I will say, I have not been on a lot of long road trips, right? I haven't done road trips where sure. I drive and then stay for the night and then drive the full next day and stay for the night somewhere and then get to my destination like three days later. Um, I've done a number of road trips that were like, you know, 15 to 18 hours of driving but usually those are in, in one day uh most recently i road tripped from illinois to denver because i moved there um and that was fun because it was the first time i've done it by myself and i've never driven Ooh. that long by myself and i actually just fucking really liked it um how many hours uh, i think with stops it was like 15 15 and a half That's somewhere in that range. Yeah, back home for me is 12 hours. I've done it by myself quite a few times. Yeah, it's kind of nice. You just stop when you want to stop. You listen to what you want to listen to. I got through the majority of an audiobook. It was like, it was a solid yeah. drive. Uh, in what, what audiobook did you listen to? Uh, 10% Happier. It was a book about meditation because oh. I was interested oh, nice. in, in meditation. And uh, it, was, it was a good read. I, I recommend... What percentage happier do you think you are after reading that book? Uh, about 10% probably give or take oh, yeah that's pretty dope what a what an accurate <laughs> yeah, book. fucking insane man um no it's a good book check it out um i will say uh interestingly i left it about four in the morning from the child at home where i spent the vast majority of my entire life and got lost about 25 minutes later so wasn't doing great <laughs> oh um, man that's funny yeah so that was that's fun great. my favorite road trip was definitely uh me and one of my friends drove out to um the east coast uh kind of like new york connecticut border area and it was just a blast the whole way there spent a couple of days there had a great time uh, and blast the whole way back we hit up like um we hit up niagara falls and then our gps spent like 30 minutes trying to tell us that the only way to get back to the Midwest was to go through Canada. And we're like, yo, we don't have passports. We can't do that. We can't go through Canada. Just leisurely hop in and hop out 30 minutes oh later, GPS. That's not like, we're just going to drive the other way for an hour <laughs> until you figure your shit out. Um, it was pretty dope. <laughs> that's wonderful, man. That's, that's actually kind of scary. I would freak out. I mean, we're, what kind of, we're using like a re regular GPS or using like Google maps. It was uh, it was back. It wasn't back in the day. It was like four or five years ago or whatever. But it was um, yeah, just like a Garmin GPS or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I know with Google Maps, you can like be like, no, I don't want this fucking route. 
I don't know if I had a smartphone at that point, though. Yeah. I don't think well, either of us did. I think we've talked about <laughs> road trip logistics long enough. Yeah. No, what, um, what road trip do you want to go on, Duncan? Tell me about a road trip you want to go on or that you I, went on, you know? I went, uh, you know what? I'll say one that I went on. I went from Pennsylvania, my hometown, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the way to California with my sister. Nice. Um, That's cross country. Yeah, we took some. Uh, we it took us five days. Probably could have gotten it done sooner, but we took a lot of stops. We stopped at the um, the uh, Grand Canyon. Nice. Route. I've always cool. wanted to go to the Grand Canyon. It's gorgeous, man. I we believe go it. Sometime we should take a, We should take the zero to it. Oh man, I believe it. Probably all you got to right do is there. take the zero. Yep, you just take <laughs> a left the at the tree that's always on fire, and then take a right at the big <laughs> hole in the ground, and there it is. <laughs> so um that was the, i i was fairly like i was like 14 or 15 when i went on that so like i was very um it was very cool you know just just out on the road i mean sister uh she's she's like eight or nine years older than me so Sorry you did literally listening. none of the driving no no oh, so you're just like I the worst the road DJ. trip companion ever <laughs> yeah 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 I was the DJ man, and I was the navy. You know, I, I navigated everything. So. Oh, nice! Well, you did have a GPS, so I really didn't have to do much for all <laughs> anything. But still, mm. like I still, you know, made sure that it was, you know, still on. Gotcha. Have you ever have you ever had to stop at a gas station and ask for directions on a road trip before? No, oh. no I've I've lived in the GPS era my entire life. That's fair. I we did I did that once on a road trip too. I think. <gasps> Wait. No, that's no. My phone died, and I had to oh, stop shit. at a gas station. Nice. Well, it was only an hour and a half drive. Like I was driving from a closer city, and I'm like, I got off of this exit. I don't know how to get <laughs> back to the highway. I need help. My phone's dead. And this, it was this this guy with a heavy accent. I don't remember what accent he had, but he <laughs> explained to me the directions, and I like, I felt too bad to repeat. Ask him to repeat. Oh no. <laughs> And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I just fucking <laughs> left. And I still didn't know where I was going. Oh, but I figured Duncan. it out. That's so good. That's so yeah. good. You never took like a road trip without a GPS though? No. Oh man. I did once. Like just me and my mom drove out to see my brother. Um like it wasn't like cross country, but it was like probably a nine or ten hour drive and just yeah. like a shitload of printed out map quest directions. And just like, man, I hope we don't miss a turn, because if we do we're just boned because <laughs> well, that's how no, it was back think then. About it, now that I think about it, I did do a couple map quests. Yeah. It's good shit. Now man. that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Wow. Those are fun. So. Yeah. But I never had to be the navigator. Like, I think I was always like just in the back seat and hearing like my mom and sister, whoever just being like, no, that's not, that's like, you're going the wrong way. Thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's good shit. Yeah. Good shit. Road trips, man. Road trips are awesome. Like road trips are, if you're listening to this, sweet take a road trip sometime you know just so i need it. to tell i need to tell the puncher that story oh nice Let's and i'm sorry kaylee if you're listening to this my sister what's oh, uh, dropping names huh moved her moved her to california you know all of her stuff moved there <laughs> she moved back <laughs> pretty close <laughs> in time <laughs> <So> <laughs> which i mean fuck i got to drive to california that was awesome and like be there for a couple days yeah amazing time but totally worth it at the end you know i mean that yeah. that happens people move and then they're like wow whew, fuck this was a bad choice wasn't it yeah um, but you gotta so. you get a fun road trip out of it so hell yeah yeah hell yeah so that was a longer one sorry about that if you uh 
if you're just here for the fucking here for the Kentucky Rat Zero. No, no, don't like no, no, don't apologize. If you're here, you're here because you like us. Because you're not here for our deep, deep thoughts about Kentucky Rat Zero. Because we proved last episode, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's not why you're here. All right. So for you're sure. welcome. I guess is really what it is. You're welcome for a sharing like that. Yeah. Welcome to our lives. Sure. Yeah. But so, anyway, the Kentucky Rod Zero, right? Yeah. So you zoomed out where we left off. Mm-hmm. You were with us. You know, you zoomed out uh, of this, you know, this TV or zoomed into this TV area, and you found yourself in front of a tunnel instead of in the house, in the side of the Marquis' house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Alex, why don't you tell us? Yeah. And that is where Act Two. Scene one picks up um, kind of a hard cut to zoom in on the face of somebody working in an office building, Um, just sort of like doing office paperwork. uh, And you are suddenly in control of Lula Chamberlain, who is a clerk at the Bureau of Reclaimed Spaces. Um, And you spend the beginning of the scene... Uh, basically going over reports for people trying to petition why they should turn um, old buildings into something new, which is kind of an... This is a thing that I'm confident doesn't exist, uh, but it's kind of like a really cool, weird concept, and people are just like, hey, we should turn this into this, and this is like how we would do it, and this is what we would use these spaces for. Um, Yeah. And it's like a really cool job. Um, So... This scene, I think, based on my brief reading of the wiki, is was maybe a little different for each of us, Duncan. Um, really? Because okay. you you do this and like you, you go over those reports, and then for me, I don't know if this is what happened for you. Um, somebody comes to interrupt you when you're doing those reports, but for me, yes. it was James Carrington, the traveling playwright, um, oh. who walked over and was basically like, "Hey." did you get a chance to look at the report that I had filed asking to turn something into a stage where I could perform? This is really super important. I need to know like the answer soon because I have to play tonight. Um, and then you kind of, I don't think there's a way to tell him yes. You just, you have to tell him either no or, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't gotten a chance to look at it. Um, but I don't think that's who it was for you. Mm-mm. So you want to fill me no, in on I, that one? I had, a, I had an options where this guy came over um he i which i thought was my boss see i had a wrong understanding of that of that scene i thought that i was reading out like some kind of acceptance letter or like denial letter for something that i was trying to do like me as that character so that's important i i do think that is actually how it starts i think that's what you do before you start your job i just forgot about that you get like a denial Uh, from an architect play saying that like your design wasn't interesting enough yeah, okay, good. All right, I want to no, make that's, sure I was That's my that bad. I forgot off. about that. Again, you're not here for our deep, deep thoughts about Act 2. <laughs> you're here for our slight recollections of what happened in yeah. the story. Yeah, Act 3 is going to be a lot better, guys. Just stick with us. <laughs> so, um, um, uh, so, so then it the was guy, like yeah. this kind of, who I thought was my boss walked over, and he's like, "Are you? did you get those fucking reports done? Or, no, she's like, he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, fuck, I have to, like, lie and say I was working on reports. It's like, yeah, I'm just working on those reports. Or I could say, like, what's up with the office stag party? (laughs) Which I obviously didn't say because I thought this character might be, like, fired or something like that if I said something like that. So, Mm -hmm. no, I just said I was working on those reports. And he's like, oh, man, I read your letter. It sucks. 
Mm. I'm like, yeah, it does suck that I got denied from that. He goes, all right, well, talk to you later, and he leaves. Oh, all right. So uh, it was a pretty average exchange. Yeah. So, but it made me feel like the workplace wasn't like this, like creepy fucking like, you know, like the how the uh, mines were. You know. Yeah. Not something quite as simple in there. Hmm. And I think whether you get um, my scene or Duncan's scene is entirely dependent on whether you went back to Equus Oil in Act 1. Yes. Um, and met James Carrington. So that was kind of neat. That's cool. Um, so that's kind of the intro. I guess that's like pre-Act 1, Scene 1. And then mm-hmm. uh, I believe it just kind of cuts to um, you yep. and you as Conway and Shannon. Um, outside like the Bureau of Reclaimed Spaces. And there's like a big... Like a big caution sort of sign. It's not actually a caution sign. It's like a railroad blocking sign that's got like blinking lights that keep going back and forth. Take, and... take those like red and yellow and uh, yellow and black signs and just put like yeah. eight of them and just nail them together with some lights. That's what you're looking at. Yeah, basically. It makes no fucking sense. And it's just kind of like in the front and middle of the scene. It's really weird. Um, but basically you, you go up to talk to the... Um, receptionist and say that you're looking for something in particular. Um, you're looking to find out how to get to Dogwood Drive, and the receptionist there basically says, oh, I don't know, I can't tell you that. You'll have to go ask the clerks, um, and then let you, you know, you have to... She tells you you need to do something, like, basically some bureaucratic bullshit about getting, like, into the system first, so go talk to the clerks on floor three, I think it was, and then they'll get you into the system, yeah. and then you can talk to the person on floor four who will tell you where to go, and then she lets you go back to the elevator, where you have full reign of which floor to go to immediately, which is kind of dope. Um, yeah. I didn't write down what all the floors were, and I really wish I had. I remember what each of them are. I remember what um, floor three is. <laughs> <laughs> Alex. I remember very vividly what floor three is. <laughs> let's, let's talk about floor three. We can't avoid it. Okay, so y- you walk up to this elevator, right? You press the up button, and then you go, hmm, yeah, like clerk's office, yeah, huh, mm-hmm. And then floor mm-hmm. three just Makes says... Sense. What does it say, Alex? Floor three just says the word bears. Just, just yeah. the word bears. So, did you <laughs> so go, you go to floor first? three? Which floor did Naturally, you go to, you go to floor three. Uh, I worked my you way went up. To floor but three I, first. I went to floor one first. I worked my way up. I went to floor one okay. through five. But floor three, I just want to talk about. You go to floor three, and it's a floor of an office building. Just a bunch of bears sitting around. It didn't lie. No it's just, just a room full of bears. Some very important notes about these bears. The music is entirely quiet. It has come to a absolute silence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are staring at you as you walk around. They just follow you. They don't move. Their heads just follow you. Their heads follow you. And you can walk to the other side of the room. You can walk to the other areas. That no one does anything to you, and you just go back to the elevator. There's nothing to do on that floor. It's just a floor full of bears. Yes. Um, and again, this is maybe the point where I was like, Kentucky Route Zero, I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm in it the whole way. You have a <laughs> floor full it. of bears. I'm with you 100% of this journey. Wherever you choose to go, you still had a floor full of bears, and I love it. I love it so much. Uh, um, yeah. So that was floor three, which is the best floor by a landslide. Um, there's also yes. a floor that's just like a conference room where there's a presentation going on but i like nothing actually happened when you went when i went into that you, room you, it's it's similar to the bears room which might actually be like interesting to think about is you walk in they stop what they were doing and they just all stare at you yeah it's 
And no one says anything like, can you leave? Like, they, they just, just stare at you. They just like look at you. you're some kind of anomaly. You're not supposed to be there. And you're not, to be fair. But No, that's true. But but that, that's not how you handle that kind of situation. <laughs> that's how I should start handling things, man. If someone does something that I don't like or they're in my space, I should just stare them down and not say a damn word. And just follow them very slowly with your head. And or get yeah. a room full of bears. That's also a good way to handle that situation. <laughs> yeah. Um. So really, you go to floor floor two. I think is the floor that you're supposed to go to. That's that's the main one, um, where yep. you get a clerk to check you in. And I, I kind of liked this scene because you, you like talk to a clerk, and he's basically like, "Oh, don't worry, we'll get you taken care of." Oh, looks like you don't have this. Go over here and talk to this lady. And then you go over there and talk to a different clerk, and she's like, "Oh yeah, not a problem. We'll help you." Oh, looks like we still need to have this done for you. Why don't you go back to the first clerk, and he can go ahead and help you out with. It. <laughs> and then you go back yeah. to him, and then eventually you just like, hey. This is bullshit. Where's Lula Chamberlain? She's the one that can help me out. Like, I'm, I'm done with this fucking runaround. Um, yeah. And then you go over and talk to Lula, and she tells you that, you know, you say, hey, I'm looking for five Dogwood Drive. And she says, like, oh, well, there's, you know, that could be a lot of them. There's a lot of five Dogwood Drives um, because apparently there was one, and then, like, they just broke it up into a bunch of them and named a bunch of different things and they were all like dogwood road and just dogwood and dogwood lane but there's still a couple of dogwood drives vanilla dogwood yeah <laughs> so That's my favorite one so she basically tells you to go upstairs to the filing um floor where there's just a bunch of open files and look for directions there and you should be able to find it and she tells you to look under a bunch of different letters for what it could be under uh none of which is like road or directions or anything like that. Or dogwood. No, it's just a <laughs> bunch of like weird rent. Like, oh, it could be under this for that. And it, she gives you like eight different letters it could be under. And it's fucking, mm-hmm. it's great. I love the bureaucratic bullshit that is everywhere in the Bureau of Reclaimed Spaces. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you eventually go up there and you look through the files and lo and behold, it's not there because those files haven't been transferred in yet. Um, and you go back and talk to Lula and she basically says, hey, you're going to want to go to um, this old you know, storage facility that's now a church, uh, and that's... Whoa, 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 was a church. Was a church, is now a storage Yes. I thought it was the other yes. way around. Because that's why the sermon's going when you get there. I thought the, the idea was that they had to still keep it maybe like it's, a church. Maybe it's part and part. Maybe it's each of them. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Again. Kentucky Route Zero fans, correct us. <laughs> yes. Email us with how... No, please. Please, God, don't email us and tell us how wrong we are. I don't yeah. have the heart. So, there's something with a church and a storage facility. It used to be or is one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> Which, when you think about it, is the most Kentucky Route Zero-ass answer you could possibly get. So, we're just keeping with the theming of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you you know she tells you to go there. She also tells you about a doctor that you should go visit. Uh, doctor Truman gives you directions to go there. Because your legs are real bad. Because your legs real bad now. Um, and then you basically get to head on out and uh, head on to the zero and make your way to the random access self storage place. Whoo wee! Yeah, a lot of stuff that happened. That was a lot of stuff that happened. I'm thinking back on it now, and there's no way it wasn't a storage place turned into a church because you know what that place looks like. That is not a church. Oh, that's they even true. make a point You're when they're right. walking in there. It's like I don't see any steeples or anything like that. Um, yeah. So yeah. okay, we figured it out. We we pieced it together. Point is, we did yeah. it, boys. Um, Woo! so that was I was wrong. That's the <laughs> that's the bureau of reclaimed spaces. Um, Oof, which is a long one. I really like that scene. That scene's a I lot of it. fun. 
it's great it's where this this is the part where i'm like i'm getting you kentucky route zero <laughs> now your water continuing the the the, the awful metaphor earlier. from the last fucking episode. <laughs> now your now your confusion pool's got the right temperature of water. Uh, I like it. The pH level is perfect in this confusion oh, so pool. Uh, it's yeah, great. It's good. Uh, so uh, I like the scene a lot. The fucking I like when you go on the fifth floor and there is just one guy with a record player, and he's like, "No, I can't help you. I'm I'm just far too busy." <laughs> And and I don't think he's doing anything. It it's too low poly. Like it. It's too low poly where you can't really tell, and like the you know the objects aren't very clear. Mm-hmm. But it just it seems like he's in some kind of high position where he just relaxes all day and chills out, and he gets paid for it. Which that's the dream, right? That is the dream. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. like. I liked that part because it it kind of was the cherry on the top of the whole, you know, like bureaucratic shit on there like each floor kind of represented i think like a layer of that mm. you know what i mean especially the bears uh, bears especially <laughs> the bears. bears god you know the bears are definitely on on like the level of bureaucracy between having like clerks and office meetings yep you know? definitely <laughs> yeah so and i also really like in the very beginning scene this is also something that pulled me in was um uh shannon asks conway some something about do you think we're inside or outside oh yeah and then you i said outside because it looked like outside and she's like oh that's weird because like everything looks like a fucking wall <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah and then i look around and i'm like huh yeah maybe we are inside but you go inside another building so it's very weird this like yeah. where are we spatially i don't it know it's even weirder when <laughs> when you leave the bureau of reclaimed spaces so and go on to the zero yes so the zero is a line and like we talked about with that wheel you know you're just kind of driving around whatever road you go along this is a like three-dimensional line it's basically a zero it's like a zero man it's weird fuck man <laughs> well there's like a bunch of like i don't know it's so bizarre so there you you go around and it's playing this very like astral noises kind of thing like how you would expect space to sound and you're just fucking driving around space i guess and it, then i think huh? it's like a really it feels like a very stylized abstracted tunnel because you're not it's not yeah. an open space it's definitely like you're driving through like a tunnel-esque cylinder on a line it just it doesn't move in like a perfect Ah, circle it's weird i think there's something i think there's something other other otherworldly about it in the sense that it's obviously it's something otherworldly because you went through it through the fucking tv but it seems like you're going through a work yeah that's the impression i got it it does and it's not a tunnel you're going through like some kind of weird wormhole that is that is the effect that is super reinforced by the directions that you get when you want to yes. go to places because there's like a new menu you can open up that's basically like directions and how to get to places and because mm-hmm. you have to try and make it to the random acts of self-storage and the directions you know you pass these landmarks as you go by which the landmarks you probably didn't notice because you didn't do much in the mines in episode act one are most the same things yeah they're the, the things from yeah. the mines mm-hmm. i think there's more of them but um it, also it, uh-huh. sorry it, the directions are basically like oh if you want to get there Go clockwise until you get to the scarecrow, and then turn around until you get to the crystal, and then turn around again, and you can't miss it. It'll be right there. 
And like, yeah, that's how it works. You just yeah. go clockwise until you hit a landmark and then turn around and suddenly you're in a different area. Like it's the same tunnel, but it's different. It's and then so you weird. hit different landmarks and then you turn around again and then you find where you're supposed to be. And it's fucking so cool. It is really cool. And in scene one, they do mention about the computer as like an entity. Not much is spoken about it. Hmm. hmm. But did you catch any of that? Not really. Oh, okay. Well, they do it. definitely speak about, like, the computer. Or, like, being... Because they talk about being entered in the computer. And then you ask someone, where is the computer? And they're like, well, that's off-site. Like, the computer isn't here. It's somewhere else off-site. Huh. Which I think is interesting because in Act 2, Scene 2, it's called the Random Access Self-Storage. Why the fuck <laughs> would it be called Random Access Self-Storage unless Random Access Memory... So random access storage. It's a random joke. Yeah. So I think there is some kind of like you're in a, you know, like not in a computer, but there's some, there's something there. I mean, you basically get there by going into a TV to be fair. So I don't think that's totally out of line that it could be. Yeah. Some you're sort of in weird some technology kind of system thing. Or other world. It's, it's confusing. I like the rest of this game, but you know, that's <laughs> so uh, you, you take those weird directions in this weird wormhole tunnel, and then you end up at the random access self-storage, um, which is a large building. It's just this fucking, like, uh, it looked like multi-floor. And then there's this janitor. Uh, well, he's got a mop, so you assume it's a janitor. Yeah, it's a janitor. You walk up to him, and you, you talk to him, and you're like, where, you know, where's the church? Because, you know, like, I thought this was supposed to be converted into a church. And he pretty much explains that, like, yeah, there used to be a large following here and mm-hmm. masses all the time. But now, you know, the it just kind of died off, right? Like, yeah. I, I, it died off. And now I think there was the a sermon, reason, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, the sermon just kind of, like, he recorded a bunch of videos of himself doing a couple of the uh the couple sermons the sermon recorded himself doing sermons. <laughs> fuck it shows how much vocabulary i know for that stuff uh so so there's like just vcrs i guess he just like puts in when you know every time that you know a sermon needs to be played so uh it's pretty piss poor <laughs> it looks like this is just what he does and there's the little alcove so um conway's a little intrigued by this so he sticks around and um shannon goes in yeah tells to... him not to like walk too much anyway since his legs all fucked up so yeah so so he stays there with the janitor and she goes to go look for the documents and the screen goes black like while you're listening to it and talking to this janitor character mm-hmm. and then you're talking about it she comes back and she's like hey like we're ready to go and there are specific dialogue options where you're like no i like want to stay and listen to more sermons or something like that Mm -hmm. there's something there that you're choosing some kind of like we talked about like you're choosing some kind of history and you're building the lore of this i think um yeah but so did you i think you get there's a potential to kind of become attached to that go ahead I, I'm curious in this scene because, it, again, it seemed like you had two options. It seemed like you had the option to just continue talking to the janitor about, like, his life and your life in this place and everything like that. Or at any point you can kind of exit that by listening to the sermon. And then you just hear the sermon and kind of, it, you know, that's when the screen blacks out and you pass out. Um, 
did you did you choose like were you able to just keep talking to him or did you try listening to the sermon or did you try not or i tried to listen to the sermon because i thought it would be more interesting than him gotcha i talked to the janitor a lot and then eventually listened to the sermon but i i do get the impression Mm -hmm. that you may have been able to just not listen to it and talk to the janitor the whole time Um, which i think is kind of interesting yeah that's something i'd like to test yeah um but this is this is an interesting scene. It's very short. That's really all that happens in it. But uh, I think it's important in weird ways. Yeah, it kind Do of you sets have any up feelings the feelings on it. It it continues with the sort of weird religious tones of this game, right? Like like Duncan said in the last episode, or the, the, I ran into the the church that you could find where it's just like a tape recorder playing. And that was kind of foreshadowing for this scene where it's also basically just like a tape recorder um, of, of a sermon. And it's, I don't really understand what's going on with the religion in this like mystical Kentucky route zero world, but it's definitely yeah. like, it's like a dying religion. That's it's part of it. Basically. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand still which is just how I feel about this entire game. But it's a really intriguing thing. And this was kind of another point where Act 2 was kind of where I couldn't... I I came to the point where I had to decide whether or not I liked the fact that you don't just choose your responses for the character, but you build a history, right? So this one, you're playing two totally different characters, right? You either say immediately, like, all right, let's go, or, hey, I want to stay and listen to the sermon and... If you choose to say, hey, I want to stay and listen to the sermon, you almost ascribe it like a mystical power over you. And I yeah. don't know if I like that or not because you you then give, like, it takes some of the mystery out of it because you're choosing whether or not that exists in the world. And, and that's weird to me to but not, like, the know. authorial intent is given up there. Like, hey, is this kind of a mystical thing or is it just this weird sermon? Like, you make the choice. Um and I, I, I'm still a little lot like I like it, but I'm still on the fence about whether or not like how I feel a hundred percent about the ability or like the the choice to just give up some of that that um, narrative building basically. I think I think it's a big. I think I like the fact that you start to build, you know, that you build these things. But I think it might be too big or easy of a choice. Hmm. Easy in the sense that you know exactly what you're doing when you pick it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like with the mine one, um, with where you're starting to build the character, it feels more like, um, like, uh, I don't know. There's some, there's something there that I don't think I can put my finger on yet. That's like when you're building the history of the story, it seems a little too like self. Mm, I don't know. I, I think both of us are having a little bit like, I don't 100% <laughs> yeah. know yet. So I, I think the main thing that bugs me about it, and this happens in the scene later when I'll mention it briefly when it comes up, but I can talk about it without pointing to it directly, is I really like the idea that if I just understand a little more and grasp it, the pieces a little harder in this game, I can put together what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like I can do that if I'm not ever sure what's happening because it it's not necessarily happening, right? Like if I don't choose that option then that's not a piece that i can play with and try and put together to make a larger like story and understanding of this world and i don't like the fact that it doesn't feel like i have these concrete poles to grasp to that's like okay well in this scene what happened was x it's like oh well in this scene what 
I chose to have happen with X, and it, it feels different. And I, again, I'm still on the fence about it. Yeah. But it's unique. I, I, I will I give it that. Feel that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I, I like the, I agree with you on that one, actually. I think mm-hmm. I feel the same way. And the, um, I don't know, these, these, these little religious undertones that are coming around are, they're pretty interesting. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I don't we'll either, see. but I'm, I'm very curious. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, then you get to Act 2, Scene 3, where you drive back from the random access health storage to the Bureau of Reclaimed Spaces, um, because you got the, the folders, right? That's what you, no, you didn't get the mm-hmm. files. They weren't there. No, you couldn't find them. Yeah, that's what it was. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're going to go back and ask Lula about it and, and where they could be. Um, and basically told the Lula's like the receptionist basically tells you Lula's not there anymore and you can go look for her and she's, she's not there. She left. She, she ran off in a hurry. Yeah. So, um, basically from there you decide, Hey, we got to go to the doctor's place because you're fucking real bad off. And, and Shannon basically insists you go to the doctor because you're just, you're not going to fucking passing out at random access churches it's weird you gotta you gotta get some help man um this is like a super short scene the only thing that i took out of this one which again i don't know if you did or not was james carrington was there again um did, oh, okay no okay he's still there asking you if you found a location for him to put on his you know his show um and i told him yes and then i told him about the mine and he says like oh that's great well not in the mine that wouldn't make any sense but right outside the mine i'll do it right outside the mine and then Tells you to stop by because he'd like to run some show notes for you beforehand. What the fuck? I've like eternally fucked my. You game. just don't get James Carrington, man. <laughs> um. So yeah, he tells you to stop by the mind later, which you can't. I don't think you can do in this act. Um. But he tells you to stop by so he can run some things by you, and and that was kind of neat. Um. And then right. you leave because I mean I stopped by the bear place again, but just to say hi to my bear buddy. <laughs> He's stopped by the bears just to check. I needed to yeah. know. Um. So yeah, then you you leave and or you, you talk to the receptionist and she basically says she'll process you and then that means you can go back to um back to the not zero, like the actual yeah. roads that make sense, the real world more or less. Yeah. Yeah, um, and she gives you directions to where this doctor is. Yeah. Yeah. Says he's in so, like, the museum building or whatever. I don't really there's nothing really that's too special i got out of this one it was just kind of like oh this is a necessary checkpoint yeah like I it said. was nice to just i was i i was a little like i'm like am i gonna like am i never gonna see the regular world again you know what i mean <laughs> like driving through the zero but i was happy to kind of be out of that shit i'm sure we'll be back though oh yeah you gotta get through the zero to get to dogwood so yeah. we're gonna have to do gotta it take that zero to get to dogwood now mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right um so the next scene you you're back back on track and um have know where the uh the museum is well whoops <laughs> whoops so you know where the doctor's is <laughs> and uh so you drive over there and instead of a doctor's office you would presume you see a museum building what appears to be so you walk in and um uh, you walk to kind of like this empty completely empty front reception desk yeah and instead of you you know the first thing i did was i talked to blue because I talk to Blue all the time. You gotta talk to and Blue. I was, I was very dissatisfied to hear me not talking to Blue, but to hear some little shit. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like this radio uh, kind of like uh, a noise effect to kind of like indicate that someone else is talking in the future about you now. Mm-hmm. 
um and they're like i don't know this this old man walked in with his with his dog like uh, he was so weird he was talking to him also you have an um, option to hold an umbrella like open an umbrella mm-hmm. so i had that open for some reason <laughs> he's like he was so weird he had his umbrella open inside what's wrong with him <laughs> and so um that's your introduction to this so uh, all conversations here henceforth are not be- between you uh conway or shannon it, it's all these recordings of a museum uh attendant asking questions to people that were uh in this area yeah so it kind of looks like were... i i want to note that it like the screen change also gets like a little fuzzy it kind of looks like a security camera like footage of you when they're talking about you definitely it's so really weird it's fucking eerie it's this part was fucking cool <laughs> yeah it's like really eerie cool. so, but it is cool yeah well i'll keep going on this um so you go to the left or the right um and on each side are a bunch of different kinds of dwellings and homes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. each of them have this little like pedestal that i would assume have like information about the kind of home in them yeah like a little placard and, uh, thing yeah a little placard thing and um every time you visit one there is actually some person in each of these and they're all being asked questions so it's like a museum of the way that people live fucking weird I, right yeah i and don't so, get it there's so many um i think once we're done highlighting the like points of act four i, I want to go back and ask if you had any favorites or like any weird ones yeah. you like also worth um, noting it's not just like a bunch of different like oh look at this nice house look at the, it's like it's houses and shacks and like chicken coops yes. and dog houses and it's just any type of dwelling yeah anything so um once you kind of explore the first floor, you find a lift into which I figured out what the umbrella's for. It is just raining cats and dogs out there. And uh, you pull your... It's raining cats and dogs out there. I'm getting but, some Kentucky... But not actually, influence. though. Important to know oh, it's yeah. not actually raining cats and dogs because that's something <laughs> this game would do. <laughs> that's true. So it's raining real hard, thunderstorming. And uh, in the back, you see a giant fucking falcon. Mm-hmm something there then you walk around um you know there's a couple other dwellings and then the recordings stop and there is a boy and the boy says that um you ask where the doctor is if he knows the boy is like hey um i know where the doctor is i take him to the forest every night to sleep because sleeping here is no good mm-hmm. me and julian take him so i'm like oh, fucking julian's just another sh- fucking snot-nosed kid you know Along with him, you also ask where his parents are, and he's like, ah, we lost him. <laughs> so, that's sad. Uh, so, uh, he's like, hold on, Julian and I will take you to the doctor. Julian is the eagle that was flying in the back, and he swoops you both up. Yeah, it's... It Pretty fucking is mystical. very cool. Um, yeah. It's all... Did, am I making this up, or did he say that, like, sometimes he brings people to the forest and they just don't want to come back and they don't come back ever? Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. And I think that's what they said. he said actually about the doctor. Yeah. I think. He said that the doctor didn't want to come back. That sounds right. I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's why you have to go to the forest. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so, yeah. And then we'll we'll talk about, you know, getting to the forest. Yeah, but we'll talk about that I want to backpedal here to the, uh, back here to the Museum of Dwellings. 
And uh, are were there any that stood out to you that you really like? Um, like, oh, this is weird. Or so I'm not even 100 percent positive I saw all of them because I f- I don't know if there was like a full set to the left and the right and then the lift in the yes. middle. So I think I yes. only did the ones that were to the right and then did the lift. Um, oh man, those the I ones think. on the left were. Wait, I don't know which side it was. Did you see <laughs> the Did you see the the kid in the in the house with the barn? Yes, that was the okay, that was my favorite good side. one. That's the better side. Okay. Yeah, those those were better. I think the one on the other side were actually pretty weak. Yeah. Um I liked the uh the boat the boat house. And it's not a boat house, it's a it's like a lake house. So it, it's it's like a house that floats in the middle of the lake kind of thing. Hmm. And she's like she's like, Well, like, you know, I can't be out at sea and like the rocking eases my nerves, but like it's better than nothing. Which I think is just such a weird fucking like compensation to be like, well, I'm in a house that looks like the house I want, but it's definitely not on the lake like it should be. Like it's just such a weird fucking like choice. It, 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 it makes no sense why this person is here. Yeah. Um. But that was one of my favorites that definitely gave me a head scratch. I liked that one. I really liked the one that has, a, the you know, you go up to a house and there's like a little boy in it and then they're interviewing the little boy. And mm-hmm. this was another, this was the other point where I was like, okay, you kind of make your own narrative of what happened and it gets really weird, yeah. but like. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Conway like pushes past the kid and then, and again, I'll just describe what I did because you have a lot of choices here. I like push past the kid and then i think you like went in i went into an attic i think or no i yep, went into a, that's why I a basement too. i think okay because i went uh-huh. down and i kept going like i had the option and i kept going down and then fell into like Did this you find, puddle like, a of water the floor um uh-huh. i think maybe there's a hole in the floor but eventually i ended up in like what at least my image of it was like a large underground lake and then you had a bunch of like things about how you reacted to it and in mine he like struggled for a while and then like gave up and let like the like overcome him and like sank in and like was at peace and then came back out afterwards and it was like what the fuck is going on what just happened inside that tiny museum house what's going on yeah it's fucking it it's it's a lot it's, it's a, a lot. lot of things it's a like um, the rest of them made sense at least this one yeah, was just like yeah. i don't you you craft this weird narrative where you find this like hidden like inside of a tiny museum house where a kid lives i guess well isn't it weird though that the how there's so there's a house and then there's like a farm facade in the back and the facade of the farm looks almost exactly like the farm that you see when in the first act the marquez family farm it has the same fucking symbol yeah it's so weird so they're so what's your what's your best guess at what this museum is it's clearly a museum but like yeah i mean it's called the museum of dwellings like sure it is so, like, ha- what? <sighs> so it, it is definitely it's some sort of a museum of like the different ways that people or animals lived right but mm-hmm. I don't understand, like, some Why? just have people living in them, and then, yeah. like, the roof has people living in them, but still seems like it's part of the museum, and it's... Definitely still part of the museum, I think. Yeah. Or they're, like, not done yet, so this is, like... Because mm-hmm. it did seem 
excuse me, did seem to be under construction. Yeah. I like the guy upstairs who's living inside of a boat. <laughs> no, it's a sailboat. And he's like on top of the sailboat and it's raining. And he's like, I'm just checking the weather. Like, I was just <laughs> checking the weather like I usually do. And I saw these two people walk around like, what? Yeah, man. What? It's bizarre. It almost feels like some sort of weird dystopian future where like people don't have houses anymore or like people aren't abundant and it's like oh back in the 20th century this is how people used to live they had these different like types of shelters and now like we don't have that anymore but that's like super counter to everything else in the game where you're just like driving around to different houses um yeah but like the houses are so few and far between and and this is a nice like the the architecture is fucking like astonishing in some of these areas well not astonishing but it's pretty fucking nice for the towns and areas i've visited already that are outside of the zero yeah they're inside of um inside of this area it seems like you know middle of kentucky you don't get this kind of quality of a museum in the middle of kentucky it makes yeah the middle of fucking nowhere though also you do pass an observatory on the way which you don't usually get in the middle of nowhere kentucky either well yeah, so it, it, there's something very weird about this, and some of the characters like mention that it's better than other options. Hmm. You know what I mean? So it's there's just there's a lot of weird um, things here that I didn't fully understand, but I got a lot out of. Kind of like the mine. Like I think it made me think a lot about you know how people live and stuff like that. But I, I feel like I didn't get enough out of it to yeah. have a wholesome idea about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, again. That's that's the the thing that this game evokes constantly the entire time is like, hey, here's a little bit to think about, but not enough to actually understand anything. Yeah, and uh, this was definitely one of the more major times that where I was like, okay, there's something <laughs> here, there's something right. here, um, and then I stopped thinking about it because the giant fucking bird picked me up and flew away. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I was why pretty much you, like, okay, no, no, no. Um, yeah. So yeah, the that scene ends with the giant bird picking you up in its talons, basically, and flying away. Um, and then you are back on the, for lack of a better term, world map. But instead of being a tire driving around highways, you're now a giant bird flying across the state, more or less. Um, mm-hmm. Which is really cool because you can go a lot further and like fly over rivers and stuff and and lakes that you couldn't before. Um, so you spend a while flying around there and kind of like. You do a little bit of a circle the whole time. It's really cool, um, just like the way that they change it up and the way that it kind of changes how you view this area and like the size of this area. Uh, but eventually, you do find the forest, which is like north of a lake, I think. Um, like, mm-hmm. and then you land there and you're at the forest, and then you are. The forest is weird, <laughs> guys. The forest is weird. Strap in because it's kind Not of hard. Not as weird as I don't think it's as weird as the museum. I think it's ones. harder to describe than the museum, um, because of yeah. The I wouldn't weird. try too hard to describe. Yeah, it. so our efforts here. So basically, you're just met with like a bunch of small scenes where you get, um, you'll see like Shannon and uh, Conway talking about like. It's the, important the to trip. note that you are the little boy, right? Now. Yeah. So you are Ezra, which is the name of the little boy. Ezra, um, thank you. And you just run right through this forest, and like every now and again, you see like a scene of of Shannon and Conway. So it, it's very clear that like as you're running right, you get like a background of their journey through the forest to the doctor. Um, 
it, is kind of the way that I saw it. But the thing yeah, that I really like exactly. is there are, you know, you're in a forest and you see them in the background, but there are trees that pass you in the foreground. And as the trees pass in front of you, they, like, and serve as transitions, basically. So, like, yeah. you'll run past it and see, like, a house in the background. And then you run past another tree and, like, that house disappears, but the rest of the background stays the same. And then you run backwards and the house comes back. And then you run yep. forward. And so it's, like, a really cool way to show the transition of time and also kind of mess with the um fucking like object permanence of the goddamn forest um so that's really cool and then eventually you do pass like a band the same band that you saw at the uh marquez farmhouse last time and they start playing another like folk song about how they only have two dollars and there's like a long road still um which i fucking really really like that song uh yeah i actually like i like that one a lot more than the first one. yeah so you keep running and that song playing in the background and then you do make it to the farmhouse eventually or not the farmhouse. You make it to like a house in the forest where the doctor is. Um, and then you go inside and you kind of switch back and forth between being Conway talking to the doctor and Ezra talking to Shannon. And like the band that was playing in the forest is now playing on the TV that Ezra and Shannon are watching. And, like, then they're talking about the band and, like, what they think the song means while the doctor is talking about, like, you know, the doctor and Conway have a conversation about, like, oh, you know, what's going on and, like, how you hurt your leg and being a doctor being now. a doctor and, and, like, what it's like and how he's, you know, the doctor, I can't remember the name of the medicine. The he, doctor said he's, like, an expert on uh, now because he was God. basically forced to. um it's something yeah. TM, I know, because yeah. I like the fact that they had the TM after it. Um, yeah, he always had to say TM. Yep. Like, as if he didn't say TM, the fucking Someone had, TM police yeah. would come out and arrest him. Fucking kick in his door <laughs> and, and take him to prison. Um, so, yeah, they, they... He basically, he also says that, like, he could be, like, I still do general practice even though I could sell prescription drugs on the yeah, side. Yeah, basically. And he had to do that to become, like, get the ability to sell prescriptions. And then he talks about how he's an expert in this one medicine and then says, oh, yep, it's pretty bad. Anyway, I'm going to have to give you this one medicine that I'm an expert in uh, and basically says that, like, you know, we're just going to count backwards and then we're just going to have a normal conversation and then more or less says shit's going to start to get weird for that. Um, and then counts backwards and then starts to have like a normal conversation and things sort of get fuzzy and, and kind of blur out um, and, and music starts to get louder. And then that's just kind that's of the, the end of act two. It just ends there um, with you going into like some sort of a deep drug induced sleep so that you can have something done to your leg to try and save your life or stop it from getting real bad. Yep. Wow. Yeah. What a good scene. I just am so confused at the end of Act Two, Duncan. <laughs> I'm so confused so, about everything. I think I think something fun to do will be since we won't we didn't have this ability last episode because we had already played Act Two. Mm -hmm. um, but what do you think Act Three is going to be about? Hmm. I'll tell you what I think it's going to be. Yeah, about you go first. Fire. You go. You go first. I think I I will be wrong. Of course, because this <laughs> game is fucking random, you... and it's just there's no sense as to what would happen next in a good way. Yes, but I would like to think it's going to be an interlude for Conway's like crazy, like uh, maybe uh, not hallucinations, but 
I want to see kind of more like inside Conway's mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that would be really cool. I think we definitely 100% guaranteed get a flashback to when he was at the antique shop working with um, the lady who runs it, who it seems like is basically family to him. But I can't remember Fingers her crossed. name either. Um, yeah. So I, we're I really want to get sure. inside his mind. Yeah. And I think it should only, I think it would only last a couple scenes. I don't think it's going to be the whole act. No, I think that'll maybe be like the mid, like one of the middle scenes or maybe the like second scene or something like that. Um, I think it would be so cool to be able to switch between Conway's mind and what's happening outside of it. That would be be dope. We definitely get more with Lula. I, I would bet money we get more with Lula. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I expect I'll get more with James Carrington, and you'll get fuck all. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, maybe there's something like if you don't do anything with James Carrington, he fucking like his life is better for it. (laughs) Like you were only doing bad things for him. It's one of those fucking games. Maybe, maybe. Um. God damn it, Ben Babbitt. <laughs> no, Duncan, sorry. no. Because I'm sorry. We I'm got sorry. three jokes for the entire all five acts. Well, is... We don't get more jokes. God damn you it, burned them all. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of the forest and, and the whole act two. I really like the forest scene a lot just because it's kind of surreal. And, like, there's a really good scene where Ezra just asks Shannon what she thinks the song that they're singing is about. Um, and you just get to like answer it and it's kind of fun to just be like i actually don't know but i kind of want to see like my interpretation of it and um then you just kind of like talk about the state of the world and ezra reveals himself to be like kind of you know how kids are just insightful he does that sort of thing um which is really yeah, cool they're, brood- they're just honest they just know shit um i i will say overall act two better than act one definitely yeah i liked act two a yeah. lot more Mm-hmm. It hit yeah. it hit its stride very quickly. Yes, and I think it needed Act One, obviously. Yeah, but um, it has it did not slow down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conway did not did not release any gas from that pedal, you know. <laughs> but he did fucking limp the entire episode, and I was so sick of it. <laughs> he did. God, limp I was the so sick of it. Fucking act, God, Conway. He yeah, was so slow. God damn it. Um. um yeah. Something interesting that happened uh, it, when you're on the zero is like you you have options like directions to get to a bunch of different like objects and and monuments and you just get like a short little couple of words and like you get to choose how you react to it and things like that. It's not like a full scene anywhere. Um, but another like audio thing that they did, which fucked with my head, um, was whenever you got those, like they would be sound but it would just like randomly cut out and then cut back in and then cut out and it sounded like my headphones were breaking the whole time yes and yeah it, like i hated that fr- i did too it almost was like i don't want to read any more of these also because my headphones kind of do that on their own anyway sometimes <laughs> so i was like what's uh, my headphones this is a really inopportune time for them to be going out like this um but it was like unsettling the way that they cut it and cut it back in so much and it like made my back kind of tense up a little bit the entire time i was going through those scenes um yeah. so again just like stellar stellar design on the sound work in this game mr bad yeah. if it was you yeah. if it was you well you said it was fucking someone else. i think it's you jake elliott jake. still but right, well. mostly just because i didn't want to say ben babbitt again because i didn't want to give you any more fun <laughs> <laughs> watch me be wrong and there's actually like a team of eight other people that worked on this game that just weren't credited on like the top of their website and i'll feel like a total <laughs> fucking asshole <laughs> we'll have to look yeah. in between the episodes uh, um 
I, I agree with you. And I think this episode, uh, I feel like this episode was a little bit more telling for me for a central theme that I'm kind of getting out of this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you'll think you think this or agree with me on it, but it, it seems like the people in this world, it, it's kind of an example of some people I feel like just kind of giving up. You know, hmm. I feel like there's a lot of like, it's not decay, but it feels like there's a lot of abandonment with a lot of this stuff. And it just feels like there's hmm. a lack of people. There's definitely seems, is a lack of people. And it just seems like there's this, and it might be due to the lack of people itself, but it seems like there's this weird, um, loneliness to the world but everyone's kind of okay with it you know yeah there's no one who's too depressed or upset about the way this world is you know everyone just seems very complacent with how things are and no one seems to be wanting to do this like like listen we gotta like uh, you know we gotta reclaim this kind of area and you know make it more livable but no one it doesn't seem like a very livable area. Like, where are these people getting food? Like, what is what is this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just seems so confusing and baffling about how these people live. And I can't imagine they're happy. And they're always talking about, like, owing money to the electric company or bills. It seems like money and finances are always tight. But it doesn't seem like anyone's able to do anything about it or wants to do anything about it. Hmm. And there's a certain complacency with all complacency with all the characters that I just haven't gotten much kickback on, and I think that's interesting. And a lot of the people in the Museum of Dwellings are like, "Well, it, it's better this than something else," you know. It's just this or live in the forest. Yeah, exactly. This this or sleep in the forest because, well, I guess sleeping in the forest is better. It's, yeah, because better if you than... sleep in the museum. It's uncomfortable. It's bad. Uh, I don't. Just, I don't, I don't, I don't even know, know what that means. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would feel uncomfortable sleeping in a museum because there's a giant fucking light that comes on when anyone walks by. Yeah, but the giant bird so. keeps you safe, so you know you're fine. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely, there's... I see a little bit of what you're saying about the kind of like decay and the kind of like people just sort of accepting it. Though I I don't necessarily know if there's like a wider reason for that or if it's just like hey this is just the world we know and and I again I've not but, spent a lot of time in like the deep south I wonder if that is a mentality that is just more prevalent there of like yeah this is just the way it is um, yeah but I feel like those people have better lives than what these people are living you know what I mean like true but we do only see a snippet of it we don't really get to see a lot of it. That's true. So, That's true. I don't know. So, I mean, well, I guess we'll see more, and I'll be able to revisit that theme, but it's just something that I felt a lot. It was, especially the complacency is just, like, mm-hmm. abundant, where people are just okay with all this shit. And even all the weird stuff that happens, like the tree that's always burning, <laughs> or the, just turn around at the fucking crystal, you're just like, okay, well, like, I'm not gonna zero, question zero, man. This. That's how it goes, you know? That's how you get places. Um, <laughs> I know that, like, a conversation being like Conway being like... Shannon, why did we just turn around at a crystal? Were we in a wormhole? That would be the worst. Yeah, that, that would, would suck. be the worst. It would so I'm betray everything <laughs> this game's trying to do. Yeah, but I think that it's it speaks. Mm-hmm. It has to speak to the story and the theming of the world. Yeah. Um. Again, I have to say, art in this again phenomenal. I really like the office scene. All the bears looked cool. Um. <laughs> They were bears. <laughs> it was just a room full of bears. 
Gotta what's the tickle name me. Of the, um, what's the name of the girl, the woman, the older woman that you, in the bureau, that uh, you start as? Lula. Lula. Lula, yeah. I really like Lula's model. Like, it's just, it looks nice. It's significantly more colorful than any other model. Yeah, she's got a nice shirt on. Yeah. Um, so. But I just, I don't know. There's something that I'm enjoying about this game, but here's a prediction I have for myself. I'm going to hate the ending. <laughs> well, I'm going to hate it. You won't find out it's for a while, end... so it's fine. I really won't, but it's going to end in the most like, what? I, what? I will say. I'm just going to be frustrated. Zero percent <laughs> of me expects a satisfying conclusion where everything's explained. Like, zero no. percent of me expects that. Um, yeah. But I am, you know, I'm curious to see where the story takes me and how much is more of this world we explore. Um, I There yes. is, there will be more, I think, theming with technology, because I think technology is a huge part of what they're getting at. Like, the idea of, um, I, I, that's kind of, that, that's mostly as far as I got. It's like old technology, <laughs> like, making, like, old technology oh. being very important, right? Like, the churches are being replaced with yeah. tapes of people like being at church and the way you get to the zero is through a tv and like old tvs are kind of prevalent throughout the game and when you're at the museum everything is told through the perspective of like conversations over old video recordings of you moving through the museum like yeah and and also um uh oh no shannon's sister um weaver weaver is kind of like pronounced to be almost like a genius i think you know something right? i don't know if i necessarily she's, got she's genius smart. as much as i got like yeah weird like a, a high mathematician type. yeah she is a math or was a mathematician um, yes yeah and like i think there was some era of intelligence in this world mm-hmm. and that has now died off highly hmm. and i don't know so do you think this like do you think this is supposed to take place present day do you think it's supposed to take place in just a weird part of kentucky or is this like different totally different time or totally different like world i think it's a totally different time and world okay where like that's what i think i don't think this is to be thought of present Mm -hmm. day like Mm -hmm. or some weird you know part of kentucky i just i don't if anything because I don't see it as the future either. Yeah. But I don't see it as the past. It's too... I mean, the CRTV, the CRT TVs were definitely referred to as like, oh, these old TVs that you can't get anymore. So it's yeah, definitely not the exactly. past. So it's it's something. It's weird. It's, it's a, little, too... like, a little pocket like outside of time, basically. Exactly. And I think that's something that's super interesting, the wormhole mm-hmm. idea that I think about like is... This just seems like a fucking conglomeration of things that a wormhole of Earth would spit out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. All this bizarro shit and ideas and theming. So, it, I don't know. It, mm, yeah, again, I don't know. It's very Lynchian in nature. Very like Again, if, if you ever watch Twin Peaks or anything like that, which I know you have yeah. not, but um, I definitely do get a lot of some of the same vibes. Not necessarily, mm-hmm. you know similar themes or anything but the same like hey weird vibes in a small town that some people are just not acknowledging is weird um there's definitely some of that uh i'm super just jiving on the feel of this game more than anything else right like yeah the draw of where does the story go does not what makes me want to play act three just existing in the world is what makes me want to play act three again um 
But yeah, it's so. the spectacle. It's knowing, it's, it's wondering what is this game going to throw at me next because nothing is predictable. Mm-hmm. It's like I said at the beginning of like, what's going to happen at Act 3? I don't know. Yeah, we're wrong. You know I mean? We're very wrong. You, Everything we've said has been wrong. Yeah, if you ask me what happens in the next Hunger Games movie, which I know they're not, you know, there's no more of them. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm just giving like kind of a generic, not a generic story. I'm not trying to talk shit on this. I'm Why just do you saying, hate like, the Hunger Games? Duncan? I don't hate the- I just, if you ask me what happens in the sequel to any kind of like you know uh, higher end game or like okay what happens in the next assassin's creed game assassin's creed game i'd fucking i'd probably be able to tell you mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i wouldn't be able to tell you the big details but generally i fucking know what's gonna happen yeah even even like play a an assassin, story game you're gonna kill people yeah yeah like, like, like even what happens in the next episode of and not to like touch on the only popular thing we've done life is strange like yeah i can at least venture a guess yeah exactly and like and probably and might be right yeah i'll at least I'm some like, part of it'll be correct yeah like tw- i'm like 30 percent sure i can make some pretty accurate predictions but with kentucky route zero i'm only like five percent yeah sure. and even then i'm just like i couldn't give you an idea of like hey this is where the story's gonna go it's just hey yeah. this is probably something that's going to happen sometime in the next episode um yeah so kentucky route zero man it's kind of fucking fascinating it's at at the same time everything i expected it to be and nothing like what i expected it to be yes very satisfying yeah so good good um so i think that about wraps it up for me i think so we've kept both these episodes about the same length so huzzah we did it we've met the goal i'm proud of us me too we're so good so yeah, because we forgot to do this at the end of the last episode. Uh, if you have any questions or comments or suggestions, oh, yeah. um, definitely <laughs> hit us up on uh, like Twitter at, at thoughtsfromp one. Send us an email at thoughtsfromplayer one at gmail um, You know, go ahead and like our Facebook page, which is now fully operational. So you can go ahead and follow us there for all of our latest updates uh, and episodes, things like that. Um, you know, drop us a review on iTunes because I guess that helps. I don't fucking know how podcast yeah. curation works. Don't ask me. Um, and yeah, tell all your friends and family and enemies. Maybe not your family. And tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your enemies. Tell all three. You can tell your frenemies. And tell your frenemies and whoever listens to your podcast. That's a real family now. Ditch the rest of them. Those are your only family. <laughs> um, Alex. Yeah. I need to part the kimono again. Oh, no. No. The kimono's too <laughs> open. <laughs> should we um, should we tell our viewers to play this special game? No. Yes? No. Yes. We're going to do it. We might. Yeah, just tell them. Tell them to play it. Tell them to play it, and hey. we can always cut it out later. Kimono open. Hey kimono gone. Kimono, kimono off. Kimono open. Yeah, you for those of you listening, you literally heard kimono on, kimono off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's a note for the editor. <laughs> so, all right. Kimono uh, on. Yeah, kimono back on. <laughs> Guys, we don't ask much of you here, you know. I don't I don't think it's too much to ask. Just give us so much leeway on Kentucky Route 0 before we get to the real request. Oh god, give us so much leeway on this. Please, please. We deserve yes. it. We earned it. Please. We earned it. <laughs> we work so hard on making sure we post every two weeks. 
<laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I said sometimes bi-weekly podcast. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> there's a game on Steam. When me and Alex, you know, me and Alex hang out, we peruse games. We talk about, oh, well, that'd be a fun game to play. We came across this game mm-hmm. that is called, <clears throat> stay with me, please stay with me. Doki Doki Literature Club. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I laughed and I said, Alex, this should be our game for Halloween. Because <laughs> it looks so cute and stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. I click it. I watch the trailer. It just looks like a very general sim where you talk to cute anime girls. Very, very much. I see. Very much. Very much. Seems like that. I see that it has positive reviews. And I click and I scroll down and I see a review. I don't have the review up, so I won't. I can't give credit to the person who said it. It said, um, "Turn, scroll back up, download this game, and download it for free. Don't read anything anyone says about it. You'll be happier for this. I think this game is gonna blow up in a big way, and I'd like to see you know people have a fresh experience of it. Yeah. So we would like the same for you. I don't know if we're gonna be playing this, so." You know, I'm sorry if we make it, you play it for nothing, but please try it. I don't know what it's about. No, neither of us know. So we should mention that review was not the only thing to go off of because that would not be enough for me to ever agree to download it. It also had the tag horror in the Steam thing, and uh, it shows this is the beginning of the trailer. And when you launch the game, it says very explicitly, this game is not suitable for children or those who are easily disturbed by disturbing content. Um, yes which i'm not saying is not all a ruse to trick us into playing some like just super (laughs) generic anime girl visual novel um so let's hope not if it is that you might never hear about this game again (laughs) (laughs) i i will not lie though alex when i play this game and, and this might just be all it is I'm going to be on the edge of my seat for the whole thing. Because I'm going to be worried that it's going to get so fucking scary out of nowhere. And if they never pop that balloon, I'm going to be so mad. But at the same time, this is the best fucking prank in the whole world. Whoever wrote that Steam review, and I just tried to look it up, but the top Steam review was not that one. So I immediately closed it. Um, You did good. You did did a real good good Steam review. This is a troll. I will fucking I will I will come to you and I will fight you. I will fight you. Not. I will find you. Um, so in the meantime, you know, just stay tuned. Our Halloween episode might be about uh, you know, Doki Doki, Doki, literature, Doki club. literature Club, or it super yeah. might not. These are. It, I really hope it. You know what? It. If we both put the time in to play this game, we should do an episode on it, no matter what. Because even if it is just like some sort of an anime as visual novel. Like, I've never played one of those before, so it's so outside my wheelhouse that maybe I'd have something good to say. Um, And if it's, like, a cool, spooky horror game, then we'll have a lot to talk about there, too. So uh, stay tuned for that. So next you should be seeing uh, maybe a Sonic episode out there, then then our Halloween episode. So stay tuned. Get excited. Our last Halloween episode was a banger. I'm just going to plug that real quick. If you did not listen to or play Soma, go do that. That game was fucking awesome. Go play Soma. Our episode on it was pretty decent, too, I think. Yeah, I don't remember. It was almost a year ago. I don't have that sort of memory. (laughs) But I do remember that we did an episode on it. So, you know, play it and listen. And tell your friends and family and enemies. Tell everyone. Enemies. Tell your enemies. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's going to do it. That's going to do it. Um, so as always, Duncan, if you want to hit us with that closer. That's all the beans in the pot, boys. There it is. You know what we say, boys. It's almost been a year since I've been saying that. That's great. That's great. It's time for a new one. But I like it. It's still good. It's still good. Bye. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!